The 29th English Premier League season kicked off across the cities of England last weekend. New boys, Bradford, started it off with a somewhat comfortable 2-0 win over Arsenal. Hurricane chasing champions Manchester City lost at Kane's current club, Tottenham Hotspurs. £100 million, Jack Grealish and all. Won very easily at Carroll Road, while Manchester United beat up on Leeds United 5-1. My name is Calvin Emekonwoka and you're welcome to this episode of your Sports Memo Podcast. We will review that first weekend and other talking points. I have two first-timers with us on the pod. Um, one is already in the pod. He's a very, 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 very popular man. And he's the, he's the author of the, the book. That's the one. Let me get the book. He's the author of the book A Thousand Times on the Same Road by China Archeru. A really captivating, enjoyable, and easy to follow book. Um, welcome to your Sports Memo Podcast, China. Hello, Calvin. Uh, good to be here. I'll make the best of it. Excellent. Thank you. Um, in Port Harcourt, also with China, is Tuka. Tuka is a Manchester United fan. Tuka, welcome once again. Good evening, everyone. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. In London, I, this is absolutely fascinating. I've got two people in London on opposite sides of the long road. Matt Smith of Arsenal. Welcome, Matt. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Calvin. Hello, everyone. And on the white end of the road is Femi Kubuyi. Femi is absolutely buzzing. I'm certain of it. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Calvin. Absolutely. Where do we start? Um, I think we'll start. We'll start in London. We'll start in London. Um, Femi, how do you? How did you feel about? Sunday. Did you actually see the win coming? Um, it's because because it's a new season. We don't know how the teams are gonna play, especially from a Spurs point of view. It's a, it's a new manager as well. We don't know the style. It's not been. We, we don't have all the players in place yet. The transfer window is still open. There's a lot of distractions and obviously it's Manchester City coming to town mm. but I looked at their record at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium very bad it's been terrible <laughs> very bad and, and the home the fans are back those factors I thought maybe we could make a draw but I I, I didn't expect that um, kind of very very good performance because I don't think Hugo Lloris made any outstanding save even though defensively we were very very solid as a unit played really outstanding you know together hit them on the break even put took, took the game to them something that we've not really seen with, with, with the previous manager especially against the top teams so it was, was good to have a different rather than playing on, on, on the back foot Who's making that dreadful noise at the back? <laughs> Listen, I, I have to, whose phone is that? Please, can you turn that down? Is that a dog barking? Listen, <laughs> Femi, I, I have to say that I was genuinely, genuinely surprised at how well Spurs played. Because at the start, Man City were threatening to, to blow Spurs out of the water and then Boom! In the end, in the end, it became a comfortable win. Yes, indeed, it it did, and I yes, I was really really impressed with, with the way the team was set up, and you know, it, it was it was a very good good result. First game of the season, three points in the bag, and yeah, we move on. Amazing. Now, on, at the other end, um, at the other end, on Friday. Arsenal went to Brentford's new ground and somehow managed to um, to lose to lose properly to the new boys. Um, Matt, 
how on earth did this yeah. happen? Oh, boy. <laughs> Do you know what? They just didn't look up for it. Um, it's the I'll, opening I'll, day of the Premier League. How can they not look I, up for it? I, I, I know, I know, but you know what I find with Arsenal? Like, I, I just, I never really feel we're going to win. That's how bad it's been for a while now. But the opening 20 minutes, I was watching, uh, nearly called him Luca Tony, <laughs> Ivan Tony, yeah. just backing into our defenders, holding them. And I'm looking, going, oh my God, what is going on here? And I'm seeing their midfielders running off. And what it was, they were winning every second ball. And it just seemed like, apart from, Emil Smith and Tierney to an extent. Mm-hmm. No one else seemed up for it. No one else. No, I, I, I think the the young boy that came in from Anderlecht had a really, really good game. The commentators refused that Jamie Carragher refused to um, notice him. I thought he played really well. He was very, very comfortable on the ball. His passing was progressive, not the safety um, sideways and backwards. But yeah, you you're right. What is going on with Arteta? Or what is going on at Arsenal, Mike? Matt? Matt? Do you know what? I don't know, Carvey, if you remember one of the uh, first podcasts we did about Arsenal when I said that I don't feel like certain players are going to respect him when he comes in. And now people are hearing stories about the whole Lacazette and Obama Yang, and now they're saying, you know, they don't respect him, training's too hard. And I'm thinking to myself, you're getting paid 350 grand a week. And you're complaining about training being hard and this and that. Just get on with it. But I feel like he, I feel like more Lacazette is the one I would keep over of us, and I'd let Oba go because I feel like I really do believe he's a disruption. And um, Oba. I just feel like the club. I can see that. Yeah, Oba. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I can see the direction of club. The club are trying to go in. I just feel yeah. There's just a lot missing. We're lacking quality players. We're in big problems. What? Why is why is Oba a problem? Do you know what I, I look at? Okay, he's our captain, right? Yes. Uh, we gave him a new deal, which is fine. And I always look. I know players can do what they want in the off time, but I look at some of the stuff he does, and I repeat to myself, what kind of example are you setting? What are you doing? Like I saw a video the other day on social media where he's driving a car, uh-huh. flashing his watch, and he's on his phone whilst driving. He's on his what phone. What are you doing? <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, it's different. You know how fans are. When the team's playing well, we might see a video. Uh, yeah, when the team's playing well and you see a video like that, you think, I can let it slide. But we're not in a position to be, you know how Arsenal fans are anyway. They're watching that going, look at him. What is he doing? He's being a fool. And his brother's not helping as well. So it just is what it is at the moment, really. Right, um, gentlemen, gentlemen, please. If you're not speaking, can you mute? Can you mute your phone? Can you mute your phones, please? Thank you. Wow. <laughs> right, um, China. I, Matt, I'll come back to you. China, welcome again yeah, no to way. your sports people podcast. Um, this noise is actually coming from where you are, China. Really? No, yes. it's not. Every, every other person is muted except you. Anyway, I'm the quiet place. Right. So, um, there's this there's this feeling amongst all Liverpool fans that um, last season because there are no fans, um, that that is why Liverpool suffered because of the injuries. Okay, Maiwa, welcome from Accra. Yeah, China is back. China, are you back now? Is he? No, he's not. But uh, Maiwa has joined us from Accra. Maiwa Kolade has joined us from Accra. He's an Arsenal fan also. Um, Maiwa, what, in your own opinion, is the problem at Arsenal at the moment? Oh, well, good evening, everyone. My name is Mayo Akolade. Uh, Why is Mayo going on mute? Mm. Right. 
Am I on now? Yes, I can. I can hear you. Hello, but, am I on? Yeah, you're on, but I don't know where you are. Your okay. it's not very quiet where you are. Okay, I, I would. I would do that. I would just. Yeah. Is, is it better now? Yeah. Go on. Go on. Go on. We can. We can manage now. Go on. Okay. Okay. Good. I. I don't know. I for for as an Arsenal fan, I, I think. The problem, I don't know where to put the blame. Is it the coach or probably is it the management? Because towards the tail end or probably through our last season, it, it was quite obvious where where the Arsenal's problems were. And it's not, um, I, I mean, it, it's in the creative aspect of a, of a midfield. And we, we had more than a month in the transfer market and there was no there was no no movement in that in that direction i mean to to show up that that um area mm. and we had to i mean the, the complaint over the years had been the fact that uh, probably there is no money to spend as a club or something but what i can't understand is the fact that Arsenal had 50 million pounds to spend and they had to bring ben white mm. now I'm not. I'm not trying to undermine the the young man, but with all due respect, Arsenal had the third best defensive record in the league last season, mm. even with all our problems. We had the third best defensive record, and we had to spend fifty million pounds on a defender. I think that's. We should have probably looked for players in the midfield areas who could compete very well because. I mean, and even in the first game we saw, it's, mm. it's all it's the same thing, the same old result. Arsenal have been bullied at the back. We we don't we don't know. And another thing I don't know now, I, I really don't want to say this because most of the time I don't see these guys playing training. Yeah. But we had a young guy in William Saliba that was in on loan in um or Southampton last season. Was he Southampton or was he on Nice? I think he was in he was at Nice okay. last season. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this guy did re- really well, and we had to probably look for a defender to cover for David Lude according to what they said, and it had to be Ben White. Brighton and Nice put them side by side. I'm not sure that um, that's. Brighton would be better, maybe in, in terms of playing football than this. And these are the things you look at. It, are, it looks like, and, and we're playing with a coach who doesn't seem to know what his best attacking combinations are. I mean, we see, we saw him at times when he plays Alba deep in the in the center. But Alba, with all all of the all of the things, is good for. Mm. It's never going to be a target man. It's never going to be that. Mm. And at times he's playing Alba through the center. He's playing. He's, at times he's playing in, as in, at the left, and most of the time isolated. Now, even let let us look at the in-game management in the, in, in the game against Brentford. Mm. I looked at it. We were struggling to play to play football in the middle, and. We, and we had no target man after I removed Polarin. We had no target man. And he brought in a Rios Nelson that most of the things what Rios Nelson is, is known for is whooping cross across the across the box of the team. Now we don't have a target man. Who is that cross going to be going, going, going out for? So I don't know. Right now, people will say, okay, probably because the results are, go, are, are going bad, the fans are having a meltdown, things like that. But now I, I can't even say this is where the problem is. I can't even say fix this and we'll have a team that will compete. It doesn't look like we're going to compete. It doesn't look like we will compete with the likes of Everton or Aston Villa. It doesn't look like that. It looks as if we are going to probably we are going to at best be a mid-table team this season, and I'm scared for that. Because it looks uh, now the problem right the problem would, would pile up by the time we start playing at home and mm. in front of the fans because mm. some of the mm. I, I believe mm. some of the rest mm. fights the, the coach had last season was the fact that lack of the fans. fans was absent. Mm. Yeah, but now we're we're going to start playing at home in front of the fans and with this kind of result, I, I'm just I just imagined the game against Bradford. Let's assume that game was played at the Emirates Stadium. Asana. I'm sure by 60 minutes, Asana might have the won. fan will have turned against us. Asana might have won. No, 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 no I don't believe that. <laughs> we might, but what I'm saying is that if, if we had played that terribly against okay. Brentford at home, mm. maybe 60 minutes or thereabouts, the fan might have turned against us. I'm not sure it happens there, but it, it, these are the things you are afraid will happen. By the time the pressure starts coming, uh, the board would might, maybe might start trying to do a knee-jack reaction, maybe getting firing the coach in the middle of the season or something. Because now, it, it doesn't look like... You can't say this is where the problem is. 
the problem seems to be everywhere. Right. We, we sold Martinez last season. Between then and now, we had signed four goalkeepers or thereabouts. <laughs> wait, 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 I would come back. I'll come back um, to you. Let me let me go to Tuka. I know we have Edwin. Yes, Edwin. Um, information I have is that you're a Man City fan, right? Edwin, where is Edwin? Yeah, I'm here. Good evening, everyone. Yes, I'm. You're a Man City fan, right? So, please explain this to me. Explain two things. I'm going to try and ask you: Are you a Man City fan or are you a Pep Guardiola fan? That's one. Two. So, you're telling me that all the talent and plus the hundred million pounds that you spend on um, Jack Grealish was still not enough to for you to win at um, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So you still need £150 million hurricane. Is that correct? Okay. First of all, I am a Man City fan. Right. Okay. Yes, I said, not a Pep Guardiola fan. I am a Man City fan. Okay. Then, to your second question, Mm. You're saying even even a dead man knows that they need a new striker. Every single person out there who is a football fanatic are aware of the fact that Man City at the moment needs a centre forward. We need someone who can put the ball at the back of the net. The exit of Aguero has left that big hole which we definitely need to fill. Who could come in and give us up to 25 to 30 league goals every season. That is the kind of standard that Man City are at the moment. Mm. And at the moment, we have no one in particular. We went a full 38-game season last season mm. without a really recognized striker. I think Aguero just started like four games or there about seven games. Most of the games we played were without a striker. And we had a Gabriel Jesus, who most fans or most Man City fans are not comfortable with Gabriel Jesus. Uh, are you are you okay are you comfortable with him? Hundred percent, I'm okay with him. I like his kind of football, mm-hmm. and I think he can when pass positions across the forward line. I I, I still feel um uh, it, 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 we see that Man City is a team that creates chances. Now everybody knows that. So the problem now is. Who is going to be there to put the ball in the net? Seasons ago, we knew Marcy to a team who can score four, five, six, seven goals in a match mm-hmm. when they are just being ready to be ruthless. We saw that against uh, teams Watford, the Burnley's, uh, many other teams and seasons past. But right now, at the moment, since the, 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 the shortage of time for Aguero, so that the those who were scoring were kind of reducing, 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 maybe three, four, two, three, four, two. And that's the struggle to put balls at the back of the net. You can have all the play, all the sticky uh, and everything. And when it's time to put the ball at the back of the net, Man City up down one Great chances. We are a team that creates up to 20, 25, 30 chances in a game. And when you check out the shot on target, you just mm. have Five. What is happening? We don't have a nice tracker. We can't keep on playing with him selling as he can come forward. We know his his compassion with you. So he can he can he can get five chances and he will score only two and waste many seconds. Is that what we want to be going forward when other teams are looking to get in Lukaku? Tottenham still have Harry Kane. Man, you still have a uh, Cavani. They have Rashford. Let's have a genuine body. Who do we now have at the absence of our brother? Um, that is why we need a... a, a Femi, can, Femi, can you mute your phone? Femi, can you mute your phone, please? Okay. Right. Okay. Now, the problem is... Go on, Edwin. Do, do you think need Hurricane as much as Hurricane needs us? That is the question, man. If we are really looking for a striker and we want Hurricane by all means, mm. we should have gone on and get Hurricane 
What what is no your, matter what, what, is your, is. what is your definition of going all out? Because Daniel Levy, I I kept saying this in the um towards the end of back yeah, end of last it, season. It, and Daniel Levy is not is not one yeah, to like to sell to another Premier League club. Definitely yes, but uh, we all know in in, in, in uh, local finance what we say that money stops nonsense. Mm, money not, can do not like this. Not like this. I don't think so. Not in this one. Really? Yeah. If, if, if it was a matter, of, if it was a matter of money, it probably would have gone by now. Can, 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 yeah. can I come in? Okay, but the, wait, hold on. But the problem, I think Man City are not ready to dish out 150 million pounds. There you go. There you go. Listen, wait, um, Edwin, stay there. Um, Femi, what is wrong with your phone? I wanted you to come in. Yes, so um, I think I, 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 I believe 85% sure that Harry Kane will join Manchester City. I, right. I personally believe that. But what Levy would do, it would be similar to what happened when Berbatov joined United. It would be on the he last day of the season. Exactly. And technically, I would. I'm, I'm, there's nothing to confirm what I'm saying. It's just, it's just what I believe based on trends and the way he behaves and mm-hmm. the, the, this kind of situations. He's, he's already spending that money. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, hey, let, let me. Edwin, stay there. Both of you, you and you and Femi, stay there. Let me. Can okay. you mute that your phone? Um, Edwin, mute mute yourself. I am China. Are you back with us finally? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Thank you. Right. Um, like I was saying before you rudely left, um, last season, your people, all of you, were saying that because of the injuries to your your centre-backs, your, because of the lack of fans, that this is the reason why nobody saw the true champions. So, you you fairly confident that with all your centre-backs back that we are going to get um, the Liverpool of the last two, three seasons? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Um, I look at Liverpool's team. The starting team, very good team. You have uh, Van Dijk back. You have um, Matip back who can get injured having a haircut anyway. <laughs> you have Joe Gomez back. You you have the full team back. But you, you, you look at um, the squad players. Mm. I don't think they're good enough. Mm. I don't think they're good enough. Now, Liverpool don't have the kind of money that Manchester City has or cannot spend the way Man City can spend. Mm. Or maybe Chelsea, for whatever reason. Mm. So we're not buying until we can sell. So the fans are hoping that Shaqib is sold. They're hoping that Origi is sold. They're thinking that the centre-back, Matt, is sold so they can bring in someone. I think Liverpool have a, a good title to challenge. Can we win the league? I don't know. As a Liverpool fan, I'm always optimistic that we never in the world. Uh, but just can we because there will be injuries along the way mm. we have two injury players Matip and Joe Gomez now good thing we have Konate who is there I, I pretty much think defense is sorted out right mm. for the midfield here and there we have an injury prone um, Keita uh, what, what was that Keita yes Keita China, too many people calling China. Right. Um, <laughs> Tuka, while we wait for China to come back, have you come down from Saturday? Yes, I am. And then, how did it, how, how did you, I'm trying, I'm trying to, how do I frame this? How did you, um, how did you feel watching that match unfold on Saturday? Well, to be honest, that was that was what I expected from Manchester United. That was what I expected from the team. Mm-hmm. Given how we've performed previously and how we've played Leeds when we were comfortable as mm-hmm. well. Because mm-hmm. the last game we played against Leeds, we drew. The previous one, we won 6-2 comfortably. Mm-hmm. So in that period, we won the first game. We were very, very comfortable. We didn't have a long um, stretch of games or so many fixtures cramped into so little time. So we are comfortable just as we were coming into the season. And given... How long a few of these players have been in the camp and trained? I expected that we'll feel a, a team that is very comfortable and surely we should get a win because 
Oli in his um in his toolbox, he has a way of getting ahead of leads and he knows how to play teams that press very, very well. So I didn't expect anything less than what we got. Um, the star, apart from Bruno Fernandes' hat-trick, the star of the game was um, Paul Pogba playing in the, in the role where he played. As um, the manager said in the post-match interview, he said that what we did, this I'm quoting him because I, I was listening to him say that what we did with Paul is that we played him on the left-hand side and then we asked him, we gave him freedom to do to go wherever he wanted to go. Now, on that that sounds really nice. Until you take a look at the 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 goal, the equalizer that Leeds United had, and you see the chasm, the oceans of space that the fullback had to had to drive in. And that was Paul Pogba's man defensively. For me, I, 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 well, these things, these things can happen. My, my question is really, how do you see um, Paul Pogba's season unfolding? Because going forward, going forward, going, um, passing those balls, um, doing stuff in the attacking third, we can never, you can't doubt his quality. Two things we we always tend to question is consistency of that quality and then can he put in the defensive shift that um, that is required for the role that he plays how do you see him turning out this season well I think as much as Paul Pogba is one of the most talented players in world football at the moment I think he's one who has too many deficiencies mm. especially in defence both for the national team and for Manchester United we've seen it so many times he's very very poor in defending and he takes too many, too many strides before he gets to his man when he's marking so it's it's something that comes at a cost and, and I think when Ole started that game against Leeds it's one of the reasons why he brought in Dan James a lot of people questioned that um um, lineup and the fact that Dan James started for Manchester United but I think he was trying to compensate the areas where other players lacked and Pogba for example was playing higher up the pitch mm-hmm. so you would need someone who was fast enough to at least um, outmuzzle the player or try to bring them down and that was what Ole did with Daniel James so Pogba has always has had this problem of not being able to defend so the only thing that's possible is to compensate with that in creating chances and getting goals and I think he did enough in the game against Leeds over the course of the season I think Ole is going to rotate that, that team a lot and we're not going to see a lot of Pogba in that position maybe we'll see him a little bit more centrally alongside Fernandez. hopefully with that we have wingers who can track back and cover up as well because I think with Paul we have a player who has a very very huge liability as much as he's good he has a liability that can cost the team as a whole I think the same thing happened at the Euros in the game against Switzerland where he was in possession and somehow uh, lost the ball and Switzerland got their equaliser. So it's it's something that would definitely reoccur. I think I believe every, every player has um, an area where they are not so sufficient in and Pogba's area is defence. He said it himself. Mm. He said that he doesn't know how to defend. I think that was towards the end of last season, a game where he um, considered a penalty. He said he doesn't know how to defend. That he's tried to work, work on it but he hasn't been so successful. So I think whenever he plays, we're going to try to compensate for that. And over the course of the season, I expect him to not be in positions where he has to do that defensive duty heavily. If this was a Manchester United theme pod, I could go on and on about it. Because there are things I I could say uh, about this, but it is not. So I would have to move on back to to Maiwa in Akure. Maiwa, you you sound quite... um, What's the word? Really passionate, really unhappy with what was served up by the team on um, on Friday at Brentford. But uh, listen, I'm I'm old enough to know that um, the Premier League, as I said at the start of the show, this is the 29th um, 29th season of of this league. The the opening game does not should not really be. And people shouldn't take the results of the opening game to heart as much as I see a lot of people doing these days. But why my worries? Um, Matt Matt did mention that there seems to be, and I've been hearing about the past two days. There seems to be a problem with with um, 
um, Ateta and um, Ateta and the senior players in Oba and Lacazette. Do you, what, what, what do you think is going on there, my boy? Um, well, uh, uh, the issue, like, like I said earlier, I'm not in their training. I don't know what's going on, so I really wouldn't say. But we, the only thing we could deduce is probably maybe body language and who, who he decides to feed or not and how he does that. But it's not as if I'm going to cry doom totally mm. on the result also. Mm. But, but the thing is just that, you know, this is what we expected. We saw what the problems were last season. We okay. expect at least that to be fixed or att- attempted to be fixed. But none of that was done. So it was just that basically garbage in, garbage out. It was what we expected didn't, was, not, was not done. Because of that, the results didn't change. Now, but based on the senior players now, I don't know what, what the problem is with Ateta and managing ego. Because mm. because we've seen something like that, uh, I mean, we saw the way he treated um, um, Ozil. Even though that people said uh, maybe yeah, people said maybe that was, that was more. Mm. But what, as in my, my major concern was the way he actually treated Gwen. Uh, the, the young lad made one mistake, or probably what we what we know as one documented mistake, and because of that, you froze him out of the team totally. This guy is not 25. This guy is just 22 or then about 22, 23. Mm. He, he needs guidance. And if by just that one mistake, you're not supposed to, I mean, say you, you're going to totally freeze, freeze him out of the team. And so based on that, we could say maybe Ateta would have a problem managing managing ego. And I think he said something a little bit like that um, while he was t- talking about a transfer when he said, um, a player that is not ready to play for Arsenal, I mean, ready, ready to play for Arsenal, and that should just, I mean, that is, that is having a second thought. So I have a problem, maybe he has a, a, a thing with ego. But the thing about these guys is that these guys are professional. Yep. No matter what, you should, as a coach, you should learn to manage this ego. You should learn to, to play the best of them. Because these guys are superstars. These guys are, are old. Some of these guys play with you together in the team. As a player, so there should be a way to, to managing these things and making them work. Because at the end of the day, I mean, okay, I mean, just look at the game on on Saturday again, uh, on Friday again. Yeah. It, it was it was just like Brentford. It was it was like men playing against boys, and that, and that was what we saw when we had to play in a team where it was um, Gabi and Folari that just. He was just making his Premier Premier League debut. I, I mean, I mean, he was just being promoted to the to the first team, and you're throwing him into the deep water straight up in the beginning of the season. You, you, I don't I don't know what you expect him to do. Um, we were playing, uh, even though even though he tried, he, he did his best in that game. Um, uh, Sambi in, in the art of the midfield mm. against seasoned seasoned men. Well, yeah, no, they're no, just no. going to be bullied. Wait, look, at, look at the second goal from Wait, wait. He felt as if we uh, don't. There are no seasoned Premier League players. There were no seasoned Premier League players at Brentford. But I see what you say. I still thought that Sambi played well. I'm not saying seasoned. I said seasoned men. Yeah, like men. But he's what? He's yeah, he did play He's twenty. Well, yeah, he's, 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 yeah. You, get, you understand what I'm saying? Mm. And even the second goal, we were bullied. He, he felt as if. Not a single of our player was in that box. They had all the time. As a matter of fact, why they were going to do this? Call, it, it was two Brentford players that contested for the same yes. game that led to the goal. No, 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 as, you understand what I'm saying? We were bullied. <laughs> we were bullied. So it, it felt, uh, that is why you needed people with, with hearts. People who, are, who can who can stand their home, and this has always been the the, 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 the modus operandi for teams coming to play Arsenal since I knew when they will come and come to bully us. Why 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 would they go? you see people like um and even to, to the point that even Troy Dini had to come on here and say we, we lack coyotes and <laughs> you, you get right. it, it, it's it's a sad thing. I, I it, it's a it's a recurrent decima and it's very sad. My word, I thanks Matt. Yeah, I yes, I remember when um, I think it was twenty eleven 
or 2010-2011 season, I was speaking to a friend and, and we, were, we were talking about Arsenal. And what struck me was, and this my friend said this, he's always, he's been on this podcast a few times. He said that the mistake that it looks like, this mistake that Benga makes when he's buying players, that he only looks at their technique first. Mm-hmm. He only looks at technique. He doesn't check their heart. He doesn't check their physicality, which, mm-hmm. which also used to lead to, which we believe used to lead to teams coming to bully quote-unquote bully Arsenal or Arsenal players not being able to be up for the fight if you understand what I mean how is yeah. it that mm-hmm. um, this same thing has continued with Mikel Arteta you know what I, it's, it's, a, it's annoying because like you were just saying I remember the days of the Vieiras and the Gilbertos yes. and we saw the slack and we saw we saw the slight transition when I think he brought in was it Nasri, then the Pazulas, and then the other players, which are good. Mm. But you always need always need solid, strong, physical players. We never had that. Mm. And I thought, okay, when Arsene went, maybe Arteta would come in. He saw what was at City with the Yaya's and stuff like that. And I thought, mm. okay, he's going to come and do that. He's come here, and I'm not seeing it. And I'm looking, going, all right, you've got Thomas Partey, but. As you guys said, he's not a DM. He's a cent- just a CM, central midfielder. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking, going, there's defence big physical players out there and we're just here fluffing around, signing, um, what was it they were talking about? They were talking about Eric Ramsdale and then they were talking about, um, oh, who's the other player? Like, this Odegaard now. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, I just feel with us. That's true. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm, and I'm looking, I'm going, it's all technical, technical. When's the last time Arsenal went and said, you know what? We need a big physical presence, not even just centre mid at the back as well. Mm-hmm. But I, what's going on? Like we signed Ben White, who all right, good ball playing defender, but we all saw against Brentford in the air, atrocious. He was getting. I don't think he won one uh, one battle in the air for a Right. So nothing has changed there. I don't. I, I don't know why. Um, Edwin, you Ateta used to be at your end, um, and. Um, Eventually, he's been he's gone back to quote unquote gone back home to Arsenal. Listen, how what is going to be, Edwin? You there? What's going to be a successful season for Manchester City? Three titles in four seasons. Is the title still the the main target, or is it the Champions League? Okay, uh, the main the main target is always going to be the Champions League. That is the holy grail. Of uh, uh, Man City's uh, or Pep Guardiola's uh, stay at the Etihad. The owners clearly want uh, the Champions League the same way the PSG owners want the Champions League, and they are going all out to get all they know and get that Champions League to them. That is the same thing I believe uh, the owners at Man City are wanting Pep Guardiola to get. We have been winning trophies every single season: two mm. trophies, three trophies, quadruple, um, domestic quadruple, but. They will still look at yes, Pep. Did you get us the Champions League? Yes or no? We went. We, the talk before was uh, how far can Pep go? Um, Pellegrini went as as high as and better than um, Guardiola. But last season we saw that Guardiola went a step higher by taking City to their maiden uh, final uh, Champions League appearance, and we lost out by just uh, a Pep uh, overconfidence. So the question now is, can we do it again and get that final trophy? I think Pep also wants to win it, the Champions League once again. He wants to show that, yes, he's not just a Messi Barcelona Champions League winner. But he can do it again without the help of Messi and without the help of Barcelona. So if Manchester don't get the Champions League this season, it will still count as a mini failure to uh, uh, football um, uh, lovers who feel that uh, Pep if he's that good, should be able to get it champions for Man City. Wait, what if, what if this season, Manchester City don't even win the Premier League or the Champions League? What will happen? <laughs> uh, we know what will happen. Uh, a lot of stick will come to uh, come to play for Pep Guardiola. He'll be he'll be lambasted as they are they are already calling him for Guardiola on social media. Uh, you want to advise all the players and he can't win anything. So it would be very dangerous if Man City don't win the Premier League and the Champions League. 
But even if we win the um, League Cup and the FA Cup, if we get a double, it's still a fair success. But for the standard of Guardiola, the standard that Pep has set at the club, which is already a high standard, he will be considered a failure for this season if he falls below that expectation. So as far as I'm concerned, he needs to get at least second or win the Premier League. But the Champions League still remains the number one. All fans are looking forward to Man City winning the Champions League for the first time because we are so tired of uh, being thrown and, and yapped that we cannot win a Champions League. Uh, even uh, Chelsea, who just won the second one, are now using us to make a caricature. Uh, yes, uh, our manager spends all the money and we can't win. Yet, the coach who, who, who comes from uh, PSG comes and plays how many uh, months, doesn't buy anybody, and he wins the Champions League. So you can see the, uh, it's not just even about the, uh, the success, also the, 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 the how, uh, how other fans can face other fans. Uh, how, how can they come out to talk say, yes, my coach won the Champions League for without spending such so amount. So it's just a simple something. Pep needs to get us the Champions League. Because that is one of the reasons why we got him into the club, to win the Champions League, to build a dynasty. Just the same way uh, Alex Ferguson built his dynasty. I watched, I watched, the, I watched the, uh, his interview on the first day, the first interview he conducted when he joined Man City, and he was asked, and he said it. He was meant to turn Man City as a club into a football uh, entity, a, a turn us into a football dynasty. And I believe he's on the right process. Yes, he is, but still on steel. We need the Champions League. And, I, and you believe that um, spending we'll 150 pounds this season, maybe next. Spending 150 pounds on Harry Kane would would bring that Champions League. See, 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 it's simple. If we can't get the 150 to get Hurricane, mm. I'll still prefer that hold on. Let us hold on huh? mm. and wait till next and get Haaland, who is worth just, he has just a 68 million pound release clause in his contract. We can activate that next season for 68 million pounds, activate his release clause and get Haaland into the Man City setup. Haaland is younger. Haaland is more prolific. Mm-hmm. Hurricane is just How many more years does Hurricane have to offer to Man City? Probably four, five years, and he's getting weak. Haaland is younger, 2021. We can use Haaland for 10 seasons. I actually feel we should wait till next season. If Daniel Levy is willing to stop on to give us Hurricane, let him be. Let Hurricane be. Hurricane wants to come to Man City. He has said it time and over. He wants to be a Man City player. But Daniel Levy is just going to stubborn. The way he did for Bebatov and the way he did for Gary Bale. He just is going to stubborn. Do you know what? Actually, so, when, yeah. you, when you say this, it's actually, if I was Man City, really, for the romance of it all, I will wait and get Haaland next season. Because Haaland's dad is to play for Man City. That would be absolutely yeah. perfect, wouldn't it? Absolutely. It was, it, it, it's, it's what we all want to see. We want to see that goal poacher, uh, Haaland, who can struggle with his head, he can struggle with his leg, his right foot. He's, he's that quick for his height, which even me, I'm surprised, because even me, I'm tall, and I'm sure I cannot run as fast as how Haaland uh, moves on the field. But with, with Haaland, we know that we have a threat, an area threat, we have a physical threat, we have a threat. We played against Haaland in the in Champions League last season. Uh-huh. And I could say that I was really scared of what he could do. And I, at the end of the day, I commended the Manchester City defense that we kept a clean sheet against Haaland, home and away. Mm. A clean sheet. But I saw what he could do. He was really deadly. I, I was one of the guys, I think the first leg, he had to outmuzzle uh, Ruben Diaz at the time. And almost scored. A whole Ruben Diaz was muzzled to the floor. So that's the kind of threat that we need. We need someone to come in and give the likes of um, uh, Rudiger who I still have a beef with after what he did. I will never forget, forgive that boy for anything. I think we need to get back at him. We have, we, these days, the Premier League is coming too strong. We're having physical defenders and we don't need people like Raheem Sterling to come and strike for us for God, for God's work. Speaking of... We waste chances. We need people... I, Edwin, I, speaking of cha- um, physical, the way the Premier League has become, um, Femi, your lad, the Taganga, boy on Sunday he was <laughs> wow <laughs> he had that a, was a he had a proper match 
I mean, how many times, how many footballers have had, how many young players have had to deal with Harry Kane and Jack Grealish, sorry, with Ryan Sterling and Jack Grealish on the same side coming at him all game and he managed not to get sent off? It was it, it, it was brilliant, and and I'm I'm not surprised that he, he delivers such a very good performance. What I expect now is how he can consolidate that level. That's that's my concern because mm. if you remember when we played against Liverpool, the season Liverpool won the title. Yeah, we lost that game one 0 but it was exceptional in that game. He played really well, and I think that was the. I think it was the f- first few games he was introduced into the into the main squad by Mourinho, and he, and he delivered. He dropped the masterclass for. I think he played for almost seventy minutes in that mm. game, and I was like expecting a lot. And since then, injuries, yeah. a different form. The confidence wasn't there again. So, I'm I'm expecting that consolidation because now there's so much expectation now. The mm. same expectation they created when. When he played so well against Liverpool, so I, I'm I'm not surprised, but he he, he was he was brilliant in what, that game. What what is the mood of the sports fans really in the in the people you interact with in your groups? What what is the mood? <laughs> I think I think I think <laughs> we just we just take it one game at a time. Being being a sports fan is a very hard work, isn't it? <laughs> But but um, I, I I think I I think I think the biggest hope we have is I think the manager is 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 cl- I, I don't know I don't know how to define him but I think he has this he has this hunger and he's under the spotlight. Yes, so because it wasn't the first, it wasn't first choice. It wasn't exactly, the second choice. Exactly. Yeah. So there's there's less pressure. Even though I, I had a feeling that yes, I you think did. I mentioned you mentioned the one of our pods. Yes. This is the guy that might be coming in because I heard from one of the sources that they're looking at him. Even though Conte and all those names are mentioned along the line, I think the the, the secret behind the success will the, this transfer window is very crucial. The next couple of days, a couple of weeks in this window, if you can get the targets that I want. I think we are very short in midfield and obviously Kane is unsettled. I, I actually want Kane to leave. I don't mind. If we collect that kind of money, I don't mind Kane leaving. He's, he's 28, like like um, 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 Edwin mentioned. So I'm I'm happy to, you know, to, with all my blessings, he can leave. He yeah. can get a good, decent number nine, but we need a very good midfield to consolidate the the defensive um, shape that uh, Nuno is building with a couple of recruitments that that's coming and and the ones that have been rumored to, to to come. So hopefully we can get a decent window and and just take it one game at a time. Uh, Tuka, not... Tuka, how how do you um, tell your fellow Red Devils that it's only one game? Well, I, I really do not know how to tell anyone that. I think a lot of people have been carried away. It's one game out of 38 games. Mm. Three points out of over 110. So um, it, there's still a lot to do. And that international break, there's, there's a very, very huge run of games that United have to play. So I don't know how to tell anyone. I think maybe after the play. And the third game, I think people will get to realize that um, it's it's a marathon. Not a sprint. So hopefully, um, we get the results in those games, and then people can get themselves back in order. I do well. I, I do. Doesn't matter if you don't end well. I, I do personally expect um, United to win the next four or five games. They really should. I, I, I like I keep saying this. This reminds me of the oh six oh seven season, and uh, I'll be very pleased if it goes down that way until until um, the visit of Liverpool. Uh, I think the game against Liverpool is on the 24th of October. But that's, 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 how, that's how I'm looking at it. But yes, it's been a, it started very well. Edwin, is, um, Edwin been, believes that City Champions League is their most is the thing that they're after. Um, Spurs have also started well. Arsenal have been Arsenal. They are completely... 
out of sorts. <laughs> and that's 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 normal. Matt is going spare. Mayowa wants to break something. But wait, it's only one game. Who knows? Um, things can pick up um, ra- rapidly. Things can pick up so quickly in the league and things can change. So Against, against, against Chelsea? <laughs> um, listen... <laughs> Did you expect? Did you expect to beat Chelsea last season? <laughs> Chelsea is coming next. Then um, Man City is coming after that. Mayowa, did you expect to oh, beat God. Chelsea last season when you did? Well, well, that, that match we, we were we were all, we were battered everywhere. The result just somehow somehow was just in our favor. That's, we were battered everywhere all that, around. That is how football. we won that match was still still in a, a miracle. Yeah, that, that but, is. That is football. That's the, the football. That is the Premier League. Listen, um, it's been it's been very mm. fine, gentlemen, having you um, on this episode of your Sports Mobile podcast. Um, if I go around the houses, no, there have been no need for that. We'll do that for um, the preview for the weekend. So, Tuka in Potako, thank you so very much. Maiwa in Akure, thank you. Edwin, I think you're in Lagos, right? Absolutely, thank you. Thank you so very much, uh, Matt and uh, Femi in London on either side of the Seven Sisters Road. Thank you guys for coming <laughs> on your sports Thanks, Thank you guys. <laughs> thank you so very much. Thank you. And you, listeners, I thank you all so very much for being a part of this episode of your sports bubble podcast my name is calvin and i thank you listen when you can do subscribe do subscribe to this podcast you can contact us on email uh, news at aclsports.com or you can reach me at um, on twitter till i come to your way the next episode my name again is calvin 